0: Welcome to Collaborating, the podcast series of the Collaborative for Business Development. Welcome back to Collaborating, the podcast that focuses on all things revenue, best and next practices in sales, marketing, and eliminating organizational obstacles to success. It's a new year, and we're celebrating our second year on the air. We actually started back in December of 2011, so we're a bit late in producing episode number 24, but as all of you in sales know, the end of year is a busy time, and we certainly were busy closing sales and generally taking care of business. Over the past year, we do thank you for your calls and comments and look forward to bringing you more of what makes for excellence in sales, marketing, and building great organizations. I dedicate this episode number 24 to Zig Ziglar, who, as many of you probably know, died in December. Zig, of course, one of the greatest salesmen of all time, one of the greatest motivators of all time. His book, Secrets of Closing the Sale, was the first sales training book I ever bought. And way back in 1986, he signed it for me with a great inspirational note. I had the privilege of hearing him speak many times, but in a unique format and setting. I actually heard him teach a Sunday school class at his church in Dallas called Scriptural Motivation. It was like getting a wonderful zig motivational talk Bible-based, basically every Sunday, and it was it was super. And I'll always know and cherish and keep one of his best quotes, which is, you will get all that you want in life if you can help enough other people get what they want. This, I think, is the essence of win-win. and has been one of the guiding principles of my sales life, certainly. And whenever I am down or suffer from stinking thinking, which, of course, is another zigism, I recall his quote, your attitude, not your aptitude, will determine your altitude. Then I give myself a check up from the neck up, another zigism, of course, and get right with the world. I highly recommend his books for especially the newly minted salesperson. So, rest in peace, Zig. We love and honor you, and now move on to our own selling success. Since we've been doing this podcast for, you know, again, a little over a year, and it's the beginning of a new year, I thought I'd do a best of, so to speak, but a best of with a twist, however. Not going to rehash old podcasts or splice together clips from the first 23 episodes. What I wanna do is construct more or less an amalgam of some ideas that hopefully will help you get the new year off to a productive start. So with that in mind, let's review some key considerations to help get sales and a fully functional organization moving well in this new year. So first, have you done performance reviews? Of course, this applies to anybody, but again, I'm focusing mostly on, on salespeople here. The beginning of a new year is the perfect time to assess last year's goals, the performance versus them, to do a reality check and calibration. In other words, were all those goals reasonable? Do they need to be recalibrated, reset, themselves for the new year. What we suggest is that you put SMART into play here. SMART goals. That is, that is, goals that are S specific, M measurable, A action-oriented, R realistic, and T time and resource-bounded. Now for most sales folk, the goals and review session is by nature quantitatively oriented. We ask you, Mr. Sales Director, have you added qualitative objectives too? Things like skill development, incentives for using the CRM, a constant challenge for most salespeople and the managers. Ways that salespeople can contribute to market intel, for instance, or other internal processes, helping out customer service, or the processes between sales and marketing giving marketing more information. The framework we believe is key to both great job descriptions, as well as reviews once the person's in the role, is defined by the clarity you bring to these six areas. Who the employee reports to and who are other key stakeholders. The role's major areas of accountability. Measures of performance for this person or role. And as many as possible, again, should be quantitative. Unique working conditions or related requirements, critical success factors for the roles, actions, and behavioral, and the competencies, which include domain, technical, and soft skills. Then, in the review, you naturally get a framework that mirrors both your job description and, if you've constructed this in in concert with the job description, your compensation plans. Please allow for the employee's input and feedback to the review. Very, very critical to make them feel as part of the process as possible. Some of the questions that the employee could answer will help them figure out what they want out of their job and their career, too. Questions such as, what objectives and standards did I fall short of meeting? What were my specific accomplishments during this appraisal period? What do I like best about my job, least? What are the major responsibilities in my current job? To what extent do I fulfill them? Now let's say that the results of your reviews indicate changes may be necessary, or more positively, that your business is expanding and you need to hire new people. Now if you listen to episodes 10 and 11, you know that to greatly increase the likelihood of of a successful hire, you should bring the science of DISC and motivators to the art of hiring. The finger in the wind approach seen in most hiring situations can be greatly improved with these assessments. By using the behavior style and motivation tools of DISC and motivators to screen candidates, and the work environment tool to determine the behavior style of the job itself, in other words, if this job could talk, what behaviors would it have, you align what you're truly seeking in a candidate with the reality of the job as you see it. The result Many fewer surprises after that candidate becomes an employee. Outside the hiring process, DISC and Motivators offers insights leading to much more effective communication and cultural enhancement within your business, with customers, and in selling. But for more on all these benefits, I refer you to episodes 11, 12, and 13. Next consideration for the new year, kicking off the new year. Do your sales folk have a territory management plan? The elements are the same ones found in any business plan. And back in Episode 7, we offer the outline of a territory management plan, with the caveat that this might not be right for all cultures, or have too much or too little detail for some. But it's a structure that we promote, and we've seen it work well. Generally, this approach asks sales execs to articulate what they see in the market, a brief market analysis that we call industry trends and competition. Then the next part, product analysis, queues up a discussion of your products and service set. This section helps communicate what's working and what's not with what you're selling. This is a good discussion to have with your product managers, for instance, present. Next, you're reviewing your present situation as a salesperson. What's in the pipeline? Where do you as a salesperson need help? The next section, Goals and Priorities, lays out both your qualitative and quantitative plan for the coming year. Then, the next two sections are discussions that marketing should be there to hear. Sales Strategy gets you and the team thinking creatively about ways to create awareness of your product and service offerings. Then, Resources is more or less a marketing communications audit. What do you have? What do you need? What's working? What's not? Of course, the beginning of a new year is a great time to check that your sales and marketing teams and all their efforts are in fact in total alignment. And you'll hear a good checklist for this in episode number 22, five ways to know if your sales and marketing teams are on the same page. There were other aspects of a territory management plan that I discussed back in podcast seven, but these are the most important aspects of it. And finally, now that you've done your reviews, determine whether you need to hire new people and do this with extremely well-written job descriptions and by incorporating behavior style and motivators in the candidate evaluation, and have your sales execs planning the work and working the plan, that is the territory management plan, your new year kickoff's done, right? Wrong. Now's the time to review at least some of the eight areas of overall sales effectiveness that perhaps isn't covered by what we just discussed. The eight areas are defining your markets and offerings, passing the so what test, doing a review of everything you're selling and and servicing, and does it really still stand out in the marketplace as being unique to that market? Sales strategy, looking at and leveraging all the available avenues, including sales to existing clients, but how are you getting your product out to market? Point number three is identify the right talent. We did discuss that earlier. Number four is sales skills. Looking at the many different areas that can be improved. And again, we've come up with a list of 32 distinct sales skills that you might review. Sales compensation, making sure that it's motivating, that it's in alignment with corporate goals, and certainly with the job description itself. Sales support both in terms of customer support for that handoff, but also in terms of other kinds of support that a salesperson needs, in, which includes marketing communications, technology and the proper use of it, CRM tools, other things to get those proposals out, make sure you have the right answers, the right people with the right answers to get out there and help the salesperson, and effective internal communication, all the processes, and the ways of communicating within the firm and getting market intel back to the firm. A quick recapitulation of what you can look at to kick your new sales year off on the right foot. Take a listen to many of the past year's podcasts to get some other ideas. We welcome your ideas too as to different ways that you kick off your new sales year. What are some of the tools, the best practices, the processes that you have in place to get the salespeople, get the marketing efforts, working together and bringing in new sales in this new year. Please feel free to contact us at 888-580-9473 or email at podcast at the-collaborative.com. We'd love to hear from you, love to hear your feedback on this or any collaborating podcast. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, keep on collaborating.